0: Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Lockdown Padres podcast, which is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day for Tuesday, December 22nd. My name, of course, as always, is your host, your host with the most. Mr. Javier Reyes. Uh, check out on follow the Twitter page for this show, guys, which is at LO underscore Padres, or you can check out my personal account, which is at Javapeno, which is spelled J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. Be sure to hit me up on there or the Lockdown Padres account with any questions, comments, or concerns you might have, and I'll do my very old best to answer them, you know, on, on Twitter, whatever, whatever your thing is, just, wants to, just want to interact on Twitter, I'm cool with that, or I might even answer them here on the show for one final mailbag, I'm hoping, before the end of the. The year that's what i'm hoping for next week i think and uh, uh really looking forward to that one for sure so be sure to send me your questions and i'll collect them over the coming days today's episode guys today's very special episode is brought to you by built bar built bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on and you'll get 20 percent off your next order and believe me guys today is a very special episode built bar would be proud today we are kicking off The top 20 moments of the 2020 Padres season. This is exactly what I've been waiting for. This is exactly I don't mean to sound like Cat Williams, but this is exactly what I've been waiting for. Guys, I've been teasing this for a while. I feel like I've been teasing this since November that I've been teasing this, right? That's what that's how long ago since I started doing this. But we're finally here. I've made the list. And here, let me just break down the rules. Here's how it's gonna go, guys. First of all, not gonna lie, there is a little bit of an arbitrary nature to the way I define moment. It isn't necessarily one single play. It could be a collection of plays, it could be one whole game. I don't know exactly, but I really think that you know, I stretch it a little bit, but for fun's sake, I want to stretch it a little bit because if it wasn't, then you know, I'd just be doing oh, this was a great play, this is a great play. No, I want to stretch it, it's a little bit more moments. We're gonna do four of these five moments per episode, all the way until we get to number one. And after number one, I even have some honorable mentions that probably didn't make it. So I'm really excited for this. I'm really excited for this. I think it's gonna be a blast. I hope you guys agree with the list. Actually, I don't even hope you guys really agree with the list. Please hit me back with your uh, feedback if you disagree with some of the placements, but uh, yeah. I think it's fairly straightforward, guys. Let's talk about this amazing, incredible Padres season, starting with moment number 20. My number 20th favorite moment of the 2020 Padres season is a little bit of a super underrated one that people probably don't even remember. It is Austin Nola. Yes, Sir Austin Nola, when he threw out two runners in one of his first games catching for the Padres. So obviously, as you guys know, Austin Nola was one of the the kind of, I don't want to say major acquisitions at the deadline. Believe me, we'll get into that guy later, uh, but he was definitely one of the bigger Acquisitions because the Padres really needed a catcher with Austin Hedges being, you know, great defensively, I guess, but as always, struggling at the plate, and Francisco Mejia just being a a decaying corpse. I know he's not that old, but that's what it feels like watching him play, especially this year. And they kind of needed a catcher to come in. So the trade for Austin Null, in theory, was supposed to give them a little bit more offense at the plate, and it kind of did that. But what was most exciting was that very first game that he kind of caught behind the plate, it was against the Angels back on September 3rd, and he threw out two guys trying to steal second base. Now, regularly, is this the most incredible thing? It's still remarkable to throw out two guys, you know, stealing in the same game, but it was remarkable for Austin Nola because, if I'm not mistaken, at the time, he was two for, like, 25 on getting runners at second base, that's really bad. So it was really exciting in the moment, at least for me. I know some people might disagree this moment doesn't belong on the list. It's more of an honorable mention. But for me, just kind of seeing that, oh my gosh, maybe this guy is a good, you know, at least be given maybe false hope that he'd be great defensively. He was a pretty good pitch framer, but actually, believe it or not, I looked on StatCast just the other day. But in terms of throwing out runners, not the best. He was certainly no Austin Hedges, but it was just so exciting in the moment to see this happen. See you throw out two guys and have a, a dub tweet on the Lockdown a cat with Leonardo DiCaprio involved which you can go check out i guess if you want uh it was just so fun in the moment to see that you know the big complaint big criticism was his defense and at least for that moment in time it was not a big deal because he threw out two guys screw the angels baby that's how it's done did it. the son of a bitch did it. now moving on guys to my number 19 moment of the 2020 season is A super controversial one. I don't even think you could argue this one shouldn't be a favorite moment. It should be like a least favorite moment, right? But that's why it's number 19 on the list. It is Denelson-Lamette's game against the Diamondbacks on August 9th. If you guys remember this game, it was actually more famous, I'd say, for this. uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, at least it was more special to me for the other reason. That's Madison Bumgarner just just, just getting destroyed in that game. But Denelson Lamette took a no-hitter real, real far into that game. I believe he went six and two-thirds innings before giving up his first hit, which was a home run, unfortunately, to Cole Calhoun, of all people. Gosh, Cole Calhoun. What a name, right? Just what a name to... Of all the people to give up the home run to, you know? But, uh, you know, I I put it at 19 because it was one of the first, I I feel like, real moments where it officially kind of established uh, Denelson Lamette as being, yeah, this guy might just be the best pitcher. He's striking out way more guys. I know he wasn't the opening day starter at the beginning. He was second in line behind Paddock, but... It was just an incredible start. Like, it really was. Not to mention just that game in general. I could have, you know, had as one entry on the list. But Denelson LeMet was still fire. And let's be honest, guys. There is something that's kind of memorable and incredible about just watching games like that, you know, because it was, and it's funny because my friend Sully over at Lockdown MLB famously, he tweets out every day whenever the Padres are playing uh, a picture of saying, you know, Zach Davies will throw the no-hitter, whoever this started, it's just a joke of his, so that way if it ever does happen he can be like, oh, I called it, right? And it's funny because the one day he didn't do it, he forgot to post the tweet was the day Nelson Soloment nearly threw the no-hitter, so that's always going to be special to me yes, it's a little bit of insider thing, it's a little bit of an insider joke, I guess you could say, but for me in that moment, man Oh my gosh, it was crushing. But every now and then, it's there's something memorable about that. Did it kill us in a way that was we lost the game? No. So in all honesty, at least it felt like maybe looking back, it was the beginning of the sign that Denelson was really Denelson. I almost messed up his name there. Denelson was really in line for having an incredible, borderline Cy Young worthy season. That was kind of his first real moment when he did that, and you know no-hitters are are crushing. Uh, I know the Padres have never had one before, but, you know, we broke a lot of other records this season, so I guess we aren't going to be too upset uh, about the fact that Nelson Lamette didn't get the no-hitter here, but it was still a really memorable moment, at least for me. But because it was one that didn't end in triumph, it does finish at only 19th on the list. And among, there were so many other moments, but before we get into the rest of the moments, guys, I want to talk to you just for a quick old second about something that's I don't think it's about moments, but it's definitely about sports. It's certainly about sports, actually. It's betonline.ag. Yes, guys, a whole new sponsor for the show. Are we ready for some football? College football is heading into its bowl season, and there are some big matchups this weekend. NFL regular season is finishing up, with the playoff picture becoming clearer. Sorry to all my Jets fans out there who are really upset and just want to just throw themselves out of a window after they won a game just the other day. Uh, that was really sad, but there was only one place, guys. There's only one place, you know, one place, you know, the, the, that has you covered when it comes to all of your betting, all of your wagers, all of your trying to predict what's going to happen in this messy world of stuff that we call sports, that is betonline.ag. Guys, sign up today for a free account at betonlineag.com and use the promo code Locked On, and you will get a 50% welcome bonus. How about that? That's pretty cool, don't you think? There's all type of stuff going on right now, guys. Okay, so they've got NFL games of the week going on. They've got college football, like I mentioned before. They've got, you know, all sorts of things. The NBA. I don't know if you guys heard the NBA is happening this week. And there's some interesting odds about who's going to win the title. And I have to say, guys, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm a big Brooklyn fan this year in terms of just kind of, uh, I don't know, maybe might uh, consider looking at some of those Nets odds. And one, Kevin Durant. Because Kevin Durant, I don't know about you, you know this, guys, but Kevin Durant's really good at basketball and he's back. And the MVP, I don't know. Keep an eye on it. I'm just saying. I know everyone's talking about Doncic and Giannis, but I would keep an eye on on, on Durant for MVP. There's a lot of narrative factor into going into choosing the MVP for the regular season, guys. But anyway, moving on, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code, guys, locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And now, guys, um, nom, 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 nom. let's talk about something that isn't it sports. It's about food. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I want to talk to you about Built Bar, all right? They are the best protein bars around. I've talked about them many times before. And it's so easy for me to talk about them, guys, because I just, I love things that taste good and are also that, just horribly unhealthy for you. Pizza, is that's the one negative about pizza, man. Unless you have, you know, your cauliflower pizza. I get it, guys, I get it. But, you know, most part, you know, Brooklyn-style pizza, you can't be having that 24-7 stuff. But what's great about Built Bars is they are the protein bars that, they just taste real good, right? They're soft and easy to chew, and covered in 100% chocolate. And my favorite thing above else, honestly, about Built Bars specifically, is their wide variety of flavors. They've got 12 original flavors, coconut almond, raspberry, German chocolate, peanut butter, banana bread, mint brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate, orange, toffee, almond, coconut, and peanut butter brownie. I know, sounds delicious, doesn't it? Well, get this. There's also six new amazing flavors. They've got caramel brownie, cookies, and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. They're all, It they sound fantastic. And let me tell you, if, even if those flavors don't super, like, fit your need, maybe you're like a strawberry cheesecake, I don't know, that wasn't a flavor they had out there, but say you got something else that you particularly like that you did not hear on those flavors, don't worry, because even I, someone who doesn't like mint brownie, I love their mint brownie flavor, that just speaks to uh, how good the Built Bars taste, guys, right, and of course, like I've said many times, they're healthy for you, they're great for the keto diet, thanks to high fiber, high protein, low sugar, and a low amount of calories, so guys, go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next order, Remember that is promo code locked on for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. And now with all that little goody, goody, goodie stuff, really good ads, I'd say today, uh, out of the way, guys, let's move on to some much more exciting, you know, I did a little, you know, Danelson met barely getting a no-hitter, and Austin Nola throwing out two guys trying to steal bases, Woohoo. When are you going to get to the moments that we remember? Well, guys, we're going to start getting into them right now. My number 18th favorite moment of the 2020 Padres season of my top 20 list is Trent Grisham's walk-off against the San Francisco Giants in one of the last games of the season. Payoff pitch and this one is in the air to right field it is deep and back goes Duggar at the wall it's a walk-off win for the Padres in San Francisco. Trent Grisham with a three-run home run and the Padres walk it off a 6-5 win and that's really what's key about it. For it to be one of the last games of the season, Grisham had been a little bit of a slump up to that point. I know he'd been taking walks, you know, he's been able to get on base, but he hadn't been really hitting all that well lately, so it was really nice for the team to kind of end on a kind of a high note. I know, and look, there's, there's no shots to the Giants. I love Ben Kaspik. Shout out to him. Go listen to his podcast, Locked Giants. He does great, great work, and go follow him on Twitter at Ben too, one of my favorite Twitter followers. Um, Just really great stats guy. I have no hate towards the Giants. I actually really like the Giants. I think most people do. They're It's really hard to hate them, you know, except for one player in in particular that I'll get into later on another uh, version of this, right, I think that when it comes to him, I think that when it comes to the Giants, it was just, for us to kind of get this walk-off against a team that admittedly really needed to win, it felt like the game did have some gravity to it, but a three-run walk-off in a bottom seven, uh, you know, shortened game in that case, I just thought it was so fun, and it was cool for Grisham. It was cool for Grisham. I love the way he throws up his fingers and all that after every home run. It was the 10th home run of the season for him. I believe he finished with 10, too. Let me check that real quick. Yes, siri, it was 10. Just had to make sure. Um, you know, Grisham had been struggling a little bit, but for kind of the one of the last games that uh, was really important of the regular season, I believe it actually was like one of the last games. Uh, yeah, it was, it was basically the last game of the season. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was the second to last game of the season, and I actually saw it live with my mom, which was really special to me just because, you know, it's not like they show every Padres game on national TV here, you know, and especially for my mom to see it where she's watching TV. So we got to go downstairs, and I watched it with her, and it was just really exciting. We only watched like that at last, inning. for Grisham to end it like that was really fun. So that's definitely one of my favorite memories and moments of the 2020 season, even if it was a game that they had already clinched at that point, but still, it was definitely a game that mattered. And I've, I've mentioned this already, I think I feel like I've been uh, going out a little bit too long about this one, but it was also nice that the Padres needed a exciting game because they had been slipping a little bit. Basically, ever since that they clinched the, the, the playoff spot, they'd been slipping, not maybe playing as good baseball, so it was kind of fun to end it on that kind of a note. Now moving on to my number 17th moment. Number 17 on the list, we're we're cruising along pretty okay guys. That is a very fun one. It is Manny Machado apparently becoming a right fielder. Okay, now the specific game that I want to mention is back in August, it was against the Rangers in bottom of the second inning. Over the shoulder catch made down the right field line. How about that play? Mandy the magician! How does he catch this ball? He runs all the way from third base to catch a foul ball all the way in right field. People were talking about it on Sports Ed or all that. It was definitely one of the top defensive plays. And what I think what really elevates this and puts it on this spot at number 17 is just the the sheer ease with which he kind of did that. You know, that's that's what was really that's what did it for me, right? That the ease of which he just casually decides to play right field and make this play. And again, this was the Rangers series when everything was just going well for us, so it was kind of like the It really surmised how everything was going for the Padres. Manny Machado, why not? Go play right field. We're about to sweep the Rangers after this whole controversy. It was just things were going well, you know? So, I really love that play. And it's great because Machado kind of cleaned up his defense just a little bit this year. He wasn't like, I don't think, you know, early Baltimore days good granted it was a 60 game season and to a degree I think that's a little bit hard to judge um defensive metrics in a shortened season that's just me because you might have got lucky and just not had a lot of balls hit your way I don't know maybe I'm wrong maybe I'm ignorant I don't know how stats work but that's just me uh because there was a time when Will Myers was actually pretty good at the outfield and then he Things caught up to him. His lack of skill caught up to him, and then he made, like, three errors in one game, (laughs) which was good. I was against Oakland, but uh, Manny Machado really just kind of cleaned up everything, and that was a good initial play for him to make. It was a good kind of, you know, it's the chapter one of his season and how it was going for him, him making this catch in right field. It was just incredible, Bubba, to watch. And now moving on to number 16, guys, after that nice little moment with Machado. It's a very special one a very special one, and one you might have forgotten because, in fairness, the game didn't necessarily mean a whole lot. It was just a great game. It is the game, July 31st, one day after my birthday, against the Colorado Rockies, the ultimate nail-biter of the year with the exception of the Game 2 playoff game. It was the game against the Rockies, guys. Basically, everything from the ninth inning onwards, right? It's the game when Fernando Tatis Jr., the god, who, this is his first moment, I guess, on the podcast, on the list so far, obviously, Obviously, he will be featured more in it. He ties the game with two outs in the top of the ninth inning. It's in Colorado on a 2-1 count. Incredible. Solo shot. I mean, Tatis is already on fire, and we're all wondering, you know, this guy, he's already, you know, having a great season so far. And then here he goes, decides to, you know, really kind of this I think this is his first moment of the season basically this is like his first moment of the 2020 season tying the game in the bottom in the top of the ninth I keep forgetting top of the ninth and then the Padres get three more runs thanks to Sir Tommy Pham who hasn't quite got his warlock status back I I promise to bestow it upon him once next season starts, and maybe he starts getting it rolling a little bit, has a couple of moments, but at this time in the year, Tommy Pham was still the warlock, right? And he hits a three-run home run to give us a three-run lead, and on top of that, the reason why I call it a nail-biter is because Kirby Yates comes into the game, bottom ninth, and nearly blows it, allows two runs. This is, you know, remember back when Kirby Yates was still supposed to be pitching for the Padres? Yeah, that's what was going on here, and... You know, really rough. Like I said, really rough. He gets roughed up. And then base is loaded. Drew Pomeranz comes in. And he's money. And he has to come in. And, you know, at, the, at this point in time, he's still kind of new. I mean, he's been on the Padres before, obviously. But he's still kind of new in this role. So, it wasn't like we knew he was in store for, like, an all-star season this year. And he comes in and gets the last guy to fly out. I mean... I mean it's just one of the most memorable games of the year in the terms of it just being in a vacuum. Such an exciting game. I know there's not any, you know, extenuating kind of factors to it, but just in a vacuum, what a game. What an exciting game. And it was really one of the first great W's for the Padres that year. I was watching it with my friends, actually, and I like I said, the day after my birthday, it was just a great kind of game and just to see it end that way. You know, I'd be with my friends when it happens, and I'm they're all watching me lose my mind, and they're like, why are you freaking out? I'm like, because I need them to win. I host this this dang podcast. The better they do, the better for me, you know? And, uh, you know, I actually had a, a good luck by the way with seeing Padres games at my friend's house back in July, August over the summer. I actually had really good luck. There was a lot of great games there. The Some games against the Astros. But anyway, that, that's a whole other story entirely, guys. That is my number 16 moment. So to wrap up the first five moments on today's podcast that I talked about. Number 20, it is Austin Nola throwing out two runners in one of his first games behind the plate at the catch position for the Padres, September 3rd against the Angels. Number 19, Denelson Lamette's near no-hitter heartbreak. It's still memorable in a lot of ways, and it still is important. That was against the Diamondbacks on August 9th. Grisham's walk-off against the Giants in one of the last games of the regular season, the second-to-last, to be exact, three-run walk-off against the San Francisco Giants. Number 17, Manny Machado, apparently being a right fielder actually it was back in August uh, bottom second inning against the Rangers you guys could go look that up for sure if you really want a visual because holy dear God holy dear God guys Manny Machado that's all I have to say and then number 16 the Rockies nail biter game early in the year July 31st the day after my birthday the heroics of Tatis and Fam, Andrew Pomerantz coming in to clean up Kirby Yates is near disaster that's it guys That's it for the first five, you'll have to tune into next uh, tomorrow's episode, actually, for the, the next five uh, in this top 20 moments thing. I hope you're enjoying this countdown and reliving this great incredible Padre season with me, but I also want to recommend, aside from just tuning in for my podcast, guys, I really recommend everyone checking out Locked On Bets. The holidays are about giving, so I'm giving you a hot tip that could earn you some extra cats, and that is the Locked On Bets podcast. The Locked On Bets podcast is hosted by Lee Sterling of ParamountSports.com. Lee is red hot to start the season, and he shares a lot of the day on every episode, which is a really great bit, I have to admit. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to do that. The podcast just started rolling out. It's a really good idea and initiative by the network. We're definitely really excited about it, I think. And with that all being said, guys, that about does it for today's edition of the Lockdown Padres Podcast, the only pod that may be better than the Padres themselves. Remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Overcast, wherever. Just search it up. Just search it up in the old search bar on your preferred podcasting platform, and I guarantee you'll find it. Follow the show or myself on Twitter, and also while you're at it, of course, uh, go on Apple Podcasts and send me some five-star reviews. I'd really appreciate that. And until next time, stay safe and, of course, stay... Faithful, my fire faithful homies, take care.